0: Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Salmon, certified holistic health coach and author of You Can Afford to Be Healthy. And this podcast looks at a holistic approach to health from a multi generational and multinational perspective of women of color. We are going to run through some questions that have been posed over the last week in uh, the vegan Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, to share some of our expertise and knowledge on how we do this healthy lifestyle thing, right? So mm-hmm. um, the first question that came through is how to cook chickpeas so it's soft and delicious. This is a very good question.
1: <laughs> and, it's, and it's a very simple and easy way to cook it. You go first. How you How do you prepare your chickpeas? Like I do all beans. I soak them overnight. Mm-hmm. and after I soak them I, I rinse them off and then I boil them with my seasoning and they don't take long to cook after you soak them they cook very fast
0: yeah and a great resource because I feel like I talked about this in my book um, but I do the same thing too uh, with the soaking overnight drain it off and then cooking it and then once you soak it overnight, it's already soft. So by the time you cook it, it's going to be fine. Like I've never had hard chickpeas, but if you're in a bind where you didn't get to prepare it overnight and that happens regularly, then it's probably better you buy the already made chickpeas cuz they you could get you could get it even if it's like not in a can. They have at Whole Foods these little bags where you get organic chickpeas and it's sitting yeah. in the liquid. Yeah. And and you basically rinse it off, just like you would canned beans or whatever. You rinse that yeah. off and you saute that with whatever seasoning so it could pick up some of the seasoning. But, you know, the better tasting chickpeas is the one you
1: do it. You cook.
0: Yeah, yes. you, you I- soak beforehand and then cook from...
1: Right, From scratch. and just to get it out there, though, chickpeas or anything like that, you shouldn't have to do that in a hurry. You have to, you know, plan yourself this so way. You don't have to rush to make chip peas because certain beans take a take a while to cook. And what what it is about cooking it and make it soft. Once it start to boil,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: turn your lights down, the heat down a little, because it's best cooked on low heat. You turn the heat down and you cover your pot because with that steam, you know, mm-hmm. it cooks better.
0: Yeah, I know, like, if I get in a situation where it's the middle of the week and I need to prepare food for the next day so I don't have time to soak, I won't even buy chickpeas. I'll buy lentils. Exactly. Because exactly. the lentils, you don't have to soak overnight. You can just mm-hmm. cook it as is right away.
1: I hey, you know, I soak my lentil. Oh, I always, really? I love to see them amount the, the next day after it's soaked. The pot is filled. But it gets, the lentils get big? Yes, it swells right up. Really? Hmm.
0: Yeah. Never soaked them. So I didn't know that. But, um, when you cook it, doesn't it turn into like mush?
1: Um, not really. No, because you don't cook it as long. Anytime you soak beans, you don't have to cook them as long as if you didn't soak them. <laughs> so soaking is better. So the next question
0: is why you uh, like, why are my iron levels low? Why are they so low? That's what someone posed. And for this, I actually did a full episode on this with some animation and everything. I see it's getting a lot of um, reactions on YouTube. And I'll post the link for that in the show
1: notes. But you know what's good to bring up your iron level? Mm -hmm. Beats.
0: Yes. And burdock root. Yes. beet
1: juice. And
0: broccoli is also great. Yes. But burdock burdock and and beets would definitely be the top. Dandelion, Mm -hmm. I would definitely put in there as well. And Mm -hmm. dandelion, you can juice or you can add it to your meals. Like you can literally cook up whatever chickpeas you're doing and cut up some um, dandelion, fresh dandelion, and add it to the meal. Don't cook it, but just Mm -hmm. add it. Right.
1: That's the dandelion. um, Leaves. Leaves. Mm Mm-hmm on youtube
0: there's a whole controversy of some famous online vegans who are trend who've transitioned now to eating and meat because they having a whole bunch of issues but um right. i'm going to come back to that mm-hmm. <laughs> and do a whole dedicated episode on that but i know that one of the things that um was an issue for one of them i forget who it was but anemia or low iron or whatever was the the situation and this is what's really important for people to understand is that veganism does not equate to health you actually need to eat fruits and vegetables in order to get (laughs) you know nutritional value right veganism oreo cookies uh soda uh chips you know those things are vegan you know um
1: French fries, vegan. Wait, wait, back up a little. I don't understand what you mean. Um, those things are vegan.
0: They are vegan. Vegan only means there's no meat or dairy in the thing. Okay. It doesn't mean that it's healthy. Exactly. So what what we're promoting here is
1: is healthy eating is
0: whole food plants eating, high yes. raw foods, as much raw as you possibly could get because right. the raw foods have enzymes. The enzymes help to digest and assimilate the nutrients, um, and it has a variety of phytonutrients. And when you um, cook foods, these foods, your enzyme intake is dramatically decreased, sometimes completely eliminated. So mm-hmm. that's what we're that's what we're trying to do. So if you're looking for health, you should be eating actual whole foods,
1: right? Like myself, though, uh, like me, I don't have any issues with health, thank God. Mm -hmm. Um, With my blood tests, everything is fine. But I make sure that one of my meal for the day is raw. At least one of my meal. Mm -hmm. I I do cook uh, stuff, but at least one of my meal is raw. Plus, not including, plus my fruits and vegetables, which is a, a very important part of my meals. Yeah. So, um uh, you're right. You know, it's, you have to pick the the processed food and the cooked food. You probably won't get as much nutrient from it as what you get from the raw food.
0: Yeah, it's not, you know, and like some of the things like the big thing right now is um the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burgers, you know, these um you know, they're, they're not meat. So from mm-hmm. that perspective, that's good. Right. Yeah. However, uh, more and more so it's beneficial environmentally, but in terms yeah. of a health situation, you know, the Tofurkey's and the beyond whatever the impossible. Right.
1: I do the tofu turkey, a Tof turkey. To- uh, tof- turkey. Yeah. I also do the black bean burgers, as I tell you, and I do the veggie burgers. But when I'm eating those although mm-hmm. they're vegetable mm-hmm. the only way I can have one of those I have it with a big bowl of salad. It right. sounds so, a little strange but that's how I eat them.
0: But that's the thing like there's and there's different when you look at the different veggie burgers too they're made differently. So like there's the Hillary brand yeah. of uh-huh. burger I don't know but if you're familiar with them but if you look at the ingredients it's very minimal ingredients and in they're actual whole foods. That is going to digest way easier and way Mm -hmm. better. The only Mm -hmm. issue with that is that it's most likely fried or whatever. So that frying, you know, that that grease and stuff may create some acid in your system, you know, stuff like that. But that I would consider a healthy burger. But when you look at the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger, they got a list of other stuff in their ingredients that are not whole foods. You know, their main thing is decreasing meat consumption for environmental impact and to cater to this vegan trend, like the trend of veganism. But that's not exactly what we're, when we talk about health empowerment, we're talking Mm -hmm. about actual whole foods. Like you look at the ingredient list, you know what it is. Like it's a lentil, it's a black bean, you know, like you can actually identify those things actually comes from the earth. It has a source. It has a seed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what we're talking about here and that distinction is very important because like when I talk to people um on the street you know they're they're so hung up on the veganism thing and it's like how do i explain to people what my food lifestyle is about without them getting hung up on veganism because the veganism is not really the thing. It's just for me, like when I say veganism, it's just to save me time from listing all the foods I eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. That would be going through a whole bunch you know, of know, I, I mean, sometimes, I don't know, like sometimes I tell people I'm, I'm a vegetarian. I don't use the word vegan. I tell them I'm vegetarian because what happened with people and, and vegan? They think that being a vegan, everything I eat is raw. Like they think I eat raw potato, raw stuff, you know. And I said to them, no, you know, you don't eat the stuff raw. There's not there's some things that just cannot eat raw. You have to cook some things, right, or roast some things, or bake some things. So I just leave it as a vegetarian, and it make it easier for people to understand how I eat. So, so you know, yeah, when I say I'm a vegetarian. You what know, they ask me. Oh, you only eat vegetables? I said, oh, that's all you can eat. Interesting. So that's all you can eat. So it's it's a lack of education on the
0: definitions of these terms. Like vegetarian, vegetarian is a wide spectrum. Some of them, they they eat uh, dairy, they eat eggs. Then and vegan, I don't, I don't, eat, I don't right.
1: eat none of the above, yeah.
0: And then vegan means you don't eat any animal product, but some vegans do eat honey, some mm-hmm. vegans don't eat honey. Depends on right. like how you really came into veganism. Did you come yeah. in through like animal activism or or from a health perspective? Because if you're a health perspective vegan, you're eating honey, you know. Mm-hmm. um. So it's, so from what I hear from you, it's just a lack of understanding. So that's interesting. Maybe like when I'm asked, it opens the door for me to go into definitions. I'm going to go into a lecture. <laughs> right. I'm inspired. I'm going to go into a lecture and start from the beginning. Um, yeah. When I'm asked next time.
1: So the, like sometimes I'll say to them, okay, just think of a person who just don't eat no flesh at all. No <laughs> flesh, nothing from the sea nothing from the animal, animals no flesh because you know they, they they the minute you say that they only eat plant based food they think they and they and and they think you eat the food raw and all that stuff you know so it's it's really lacking of knowledge
0: it's lacking of knowledge because a raw person is really a raw vegan and i think the most sustainable when you talk about balance is mm. um eating high raw from what i found in my personal life and what I see from other people who have done raw for long periods of time and then come off of it. um, The sustainability factor is very difficult, especially I think more so because of our society right now where food is an actual industry and people have some really creative ways of doing things with the food, you know, Um, it makes it difficult for us to stay like that. Plus the, the, you know, the grocery stores and all the things in the grocery store, just eating a whole food diet that's not processed at all with no refined sugar at all is difficult. Mm-hmm. And then you sure. add in, you know, the raw, like being hundred percent raw is more difficult. And then you're in like, let's say a cold climate that's even more difficult, you know? So in terms Mm. of like sustainability, I think high raw is very feasible and sustainable. And one of the questions coming up, I don't know where it is on this list, but someone asked about balance. And I think like beyond what's actually on the plate, like what I just said, you know, we are living in the world, especially if you're in a big city, you're not in some rural area where you have to travel a far way to the grocery store. You most likely are not gonna not ever have processed food, and I think the eighty twenty principle is really is really good to just keep in mind so you don't go crazy because I exactly. know exactly I know some people who are straight up crazy. they're doing detox after detox after detox, and it's like you better calm down and slow down with that. You're going to strip like everything
1: from your body. Well, that's how I feel. Because after I did the detox, I feel so good. I know I'm going back into a lousy feeling. Someone should I go and do another detox? Yeah, it but gets me addicted. I think addictive. you're correct. You're correct when you say the processed food. Because after my detox, I went back and started eating the veggie burgers, the burger burger, the what, burger burger. But Dr. Prepper, Dr. Prep Dr. Prager? It's Dr. Prager Burger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um,
0: oh Dr. Prager. I know those. Yeah, I know those. That's not one of my favorites, though. Okay,
1: but wait. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Now your mommy, mommy have such high taste. Because yeah. you know I love black bean burger, but I went and tried a Dr. Prager Burger, mm-hmm. and I said to myself when I tried, I'm not there yet, but I think it's better. You get more energy. Not that you get energy from it, but you don't lose any energy eating it. Mm. But when I u- when I eat the black bean burger I could taste things in there that I shouldn't have cuz you spoke about the sugar that they put in those things it, uh the, the the black bean burger is sweet mm. So I know there's things in there that I shouldn't be eating. But you know, yes.
0: but there are actual whole foods that are sweet, like sweet potatoes, for example, of raisins, you know, things like that. But I would check the ingredients. That's the, that's the, the first thing anyways, to always check the ingredients. I know for yeah. me, Dr. Prager, I can't remember the ingredients particularly, but I know I tried the burger and flavor-wise, I just didn't like it. But Hillary... You, you, yeah, Hillary? Of Hillary, the flavor is delicious. And I've even like uh warmed it up and mixed it with quinoa you know and just because the flavor is so good but the thing with that burger like for people who really are into burgers they probably won't like it too much because it doesn't stay together that well because they don't have oh, it's all fall
1: apart. The, yeah
0: yeah because yeah. it's actual whole foods they just use in on it you right. know yeah it so it's
1: apart. not yeah. sticking as well well you know dr Prager burger does that too that's why i don't care for it
0: mm. yeah but and, um, and then with a burger, you have to eat bread, and bread is not the best, you know.
1: <laughs> bread is not the best. So with then you know, I do burgers without bread. Do I do burgers and I have it with green plantain, green fried plantain. Mm-hmm. And I fry my plantain; it's not a lot, little oil, but green plantain burgers and salad. And I think that's an excellent meal for people who like it. You know. Yeah. And these yeah. are some
0: great ideas too, which is, comes to the next question on meal ideas is breakfast ideas. This person mm-hmm. said, I'm just starting this lifestyle. So I'm trying not, so don't suggest anything too complicated.
1: Um, I, I can give her an easy one, Sam. Which one? The oatmeal.
0: Oh, the raw uh, vegan oatmeal. Yes.
1: The raw vegan oatmeal. Okay. But she just started, so you have to break her in slowly. The one I'm talking about is not the raw vegan oatmeal. When she get there, she could try that. She can try the oatmeal. I know you're not a person for oats, but they have this they are organic steel-cut oats and they, have, they are the oats, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she can start out with two spoons of oats. You don't have to boil them. Just pour boiling water and the oats is swell up and you put your strawberry or banana and your blueberries in. Because I think I sent a picture to you of that that I have in the morning. I asked this morning. Yeah. Send me another picture and I'll add it to the it's, show notes. It's delicious, Sam. Very delicious. Cut up me. your banana. And you know, the thing about uh, making your food nice, your, mm-hmm. your presentation, like when you prepare food for yourself, I know some people don't have time, but you have to make time because you have to think yourself as being precious. You know, mm-hmm. cut your food up in a little, your fruits up in a little bowl, make it look appetizing. And then you just sprinkle it over your oatmeal. And sprinkle a little cinnamon in it. And that is so delicious. You'd want second serving. Yeah. So Would that's this, a nice this, breakfast.
0: This reminds me of my Eat Real Food Challenge. And I'll post mm-hmm. the link in the show notes. The challenge comes with a free meal plan. And it lists all those different recipes. Um, I particularly like the raw vegan oatmeal in the morning, which is basically food processing, nuts, uh, apples or pears has a little bit of lemon juice.
1: Has dates. Uh, you don't. I don't let that one go.
0: Yeah, that one's a stay. I'm uh, having a bowl right now with some cranberry. I oh, guess you what I use
1: that for. <laughs> guess what? You what I use that for? Because this the walnut is good for your brain. Yeah. So instead of me just snacking on dry walnut, I use it like a dessert. Hmm. I use that mm-hmm. as a dessert because I like that tangy taste it from the lemon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it really the cinnamon makes it really feel oh, like pretty oatmeal. interesting. Yeah. Yes. Pretty interesting. Um, And then of course uh, smoothies and just like you know eating just whole fruits in the morning. I that's mm-hmm. I really enjoy that personally. Um, and I liked how some other episodes we did on the podcast, mom. You mentioned that in the morning you have us uh, like plantain, salad, and I don't know what you were, and and avocado. I don't know what yeah, you were, the
1: avocado, protein, yeah.
0: but um. I think that idea is really good too. Having a salad in the morning, which, like, for
1: most people, that's like, you know, you know. And somebody asked me, "Do you eat salad in the morning?" I say, "Yeah, I can eat it all six o'clock in the morning because if if I'm having breakfast at six, that's what I'm at six. That's what I'm having." Yeah, because I mean. Huh? It
0: makes sense because people in, in America people have a savory breakfast, right? Yes. yes. They do that. Um, so if you have a savory breakfast, then a savory salad as opposed okay. to like a smoothie makes exactly. sense. And then well, you can
1: put some shaved yeah. almonds in there right. and But I don't put almonds. See what I put in my salad, Sam, because I told you before I love um onion. So anybody out there who love onion. Mm-hmm. I put onion, bell pepper, cucumbers. And tomato and radish. So I have a big meal in the morning because, see, when I eat like that, especially if I'm going to work, I go right through until 2 o'clock because of a healthy breakfast. Yeah. And what, I bring, what I bring for lunch is a smoothie. Sometimes the smoothie is made from um, kale or just spinach, spinach smoothie or kale or one of those. And then I drink a lot of water until dinner time.
0: Mm-hmm. The water yeah. makes a huge difference. Yeah. I have learned with me, like adding uh, protein, Mm -hmm. whether it be chickpeas or almonds or something like that to my breakfast meal, or even almond butter in my smoothies, you know, hemp seeds in my smoothies, like I have to have protein, like a rich source of protein. Um, It helps to keep me longer and more, more satisfied. Whereas but before when, in my twenties, the yeah. just having enough bananas in the smoothie was sufficient. Now I the protein now I need it to hold me. Correct
1: me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't mm-hmm. spinach protein?
0: Spinach has protein, but you're gonna have higher amounts of protein in some other sources. But definitely all the grains, like all the greens, even uh, fruits, have protein.
1: Because the reason why I say that the person who was greens lacking of protein are people who think they have to go to meat to get protein. Right. If they could just do a spinach smoothie in the morning, even as is a side thing for their breakfast, there's you, nothing wrong with that.
0: The highest amounts of protein you can spinach is great. Yeah. You can bump up the protein levels in that by adding almond butter. Mm. Add in hemp seeds and you don't have Mm. to do all the things because I know people add all the stuff, but you don't, you can be one of the things, you know, one, one, one or the other. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, you can add cashew butter. You can Mm -hmm. add, you know, if you're doing a, a salad, some shaved almonds or some shaved walnuts or some, uh, Oh, I had this one time. It was so good. Uh, caramelized pecans. Really? Yeah. is you, you like, you make it on the stove with like, um, this recipe had called for syrup. And at the time I think I use grade B maple syrup. Right. But now mm. I would probably use something like the coconut nectar mm. and you warm it on the stove with the, with the pecans. And it gives yeah. it like this sweet, I don't know if they had me add something else. I forget. It was like a meal prep thing I was trying. Um, but it was so good. It's something I would have never tried before, but because this meal prep thing, they sent me this thing to try, and that was the recipe to try, so I'm like, hey, let me just give it a try, and it was the bomb.com, seriously.
1: (laughs) You know, you know something, um, it's, for some people, it's so hard to eat healthy, but i tell you one thing. If somebody go to the doctor, And the doctor tell him, well, this is the way you have to eat. Because if you don't, in another two years, you might not be here. I'm quite sure that that person will have to change the way they eat. Yeah. It is not hard. It's an adjustment like everything else in life. But once you get into it, you just can't stop. You're on a roller coaster. Because sometimes I say to myself, what took me so long? (laughs) Because I think about years of my life by not doing the right thing, you know, I wish I'd started earlier. To be quite honest with you, because I've, I used to have a sleepless night by having heartburn. I could not tell you the last time I might have heartburn or upset stomach or anything from having, this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's an amazing thing that when you change your lifestyle, don't wait until you get sick. And you go to the doctor and then the doctor tell you, well, you know, this is what you have to do. Because if you don't, you know. Yeah. That's another thing I have to speak to you off the podcast when you finish.
0: This person says, I want to become vegan so bad. I just don't know where to start. So what would you advise this person?
1: Anybody want to become vegan, start being a vegetarian. Start being a vegetarian. It's much easier because that's what I did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and I'm, I'm, I'm slowly, slowly, and I think I'm there. I'm slowly, slowly getting off fish because that's the only thing that's, that's my barrier right now. I, I don't love fish, but I make salmon, uh, the wild, sarcastic salmon on occasion. Maybe, like, maybe I might have it two times a year. So I'm slowly getting off it. So the best thing to do is be a vegetarian. When you be a vegetarian, it's easy for you to break into being a vegan, or even a raw vegan. Because remember, I did the raw for, for length. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it. But what what bothers a lot of people? They don't like cold food. But you can be a vegan and still warm your food. You know, you don't have to eat your food icy cold, or you know, you can warm it to the temperature you want. You don't have to boil it; just warm it. Right. There's so much things you can't eat raw. You know, and you're not missing anything because you can bake your potatoes like any vegetarian or you can, you know, but it's Mm -hmm. it's not hard. It's not hard being a vegan. It's definitely not. The hardest thing for me to be a vegan is to get something real quick from a store and they don't have it around. Because if they do have one, boy, I tell you, even today, I didn't want to come home to fix something for my because it's Mother's Day. And I couldn't think of where I could go and pick up something other than come into my own kitchen and prepare my own dinner.
0: Interesting. See, yes. for, so there's a lot of points you, you you touched on. One of them, I'll start backwards, where you mentioned you don't have any place to pick up a meal or whatever. so And that's because you don't eat out at all. I
1: don't. I don't like to. <laughs>
0: but if you, if you ate out, you would already have a list of your favorite places mm-hmm. to get food That met your dietary requirements. Because I know for me, wherever I am, I have my places. And if somebody comes to visit, we have places to go.
1: And I don't know nowhere. People
0: always ask me, Oh, don't you have a hard time finding something to eat? Like, I never have a hard time ever finding something to eat anywhere I am. (laughs) And I eat plant based, I eat whole food. You know, I'm not eating meat and dairy and all that other stuff. (laughs)
1: Let me make this real quick for anybody yeah. who want to know. One of the reasons why I don't eat out or I don't have the need to eat out, I shop weekly. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person who, who, um, who plan my stuff. Because they say if you if if fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I don't plan to fail. So I always have things prepared. Throw in the freezer when I prepare them. So I'll have things. I, I even have cooked beans of all different kind in my freezer. So if I come home and I want to make a quick meal, I can. Mm. So that's what spoiled me. My kitchen is what spoiled me. Because you on the game. <laughs> yes, because I know that I have things. In the, even today I was driving, I said, should I pick up something? I said, no, let me go home. You have stuff in your fridge, you go home and you prepare something. Yeah. And it wasn't hard. I prepare. Right. And I'll send you the, 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 the dish too. I fix it and show it to you. It's yeah, beautiful.
0: Yeah, so there's that. If with the restaurant situation, there are apps like Happy Cow, so you can search for vegan restaurants near you. You can go to Yelp.com search. What vegan.
1: would Why would a vegan restaurant call Happy Cow?
0: No, it's not a restaurant. Happy <laughs> Cow is a brand, actually, that is has always been like pro-veganism, but okay. they they, they call started happy
1: because they don't kill it. Yeah.
0: And um, they started an app, which is just vegan restaurants everywhere, like in the yeah. world. So if you go to Denmark, Norway, Sweden, you know, you can find vegan because they have vegan restaurants everywhere. Poland, they have vegan restaurants everywhere everywhere. So there's no excuse. They even have raw vegan
1: restaurants at these places. They don't have any in Queens where I live.
0: Of course they do. They have vegan places in Queens. But the thing is too, get, if you get out of the label of veganism, it's easier to find food. That's another thing I want to mention is that think about the actual foods that we're eating. It's all the foods that you could possibly imagine, every list of vegetable. Sam, I
1: don't have a problem with that though. But I tell you, sometimes the ingredients that they use, because remember, restaurant is there to make money. Yeah, so, so they're using eat, oil, yeah, oil things, maybe oil that I don't use. Right, and when I so eat like that, I get heartburn. Right, that's
0: the health perspective. Yeah, Right. Where you have to be very critical. So like for me, like when I'm eating out, um, I balance my stuff. For example, we're going to go to Florida soon. Unfortunately, mm. again, for a funeral. Right? right. Um, there are a few Did you find things a place where we can eat. <laughs> well, there are a few things, right? First of all, anywhere we, that I usually go in the, in America, I usually drop by the whole foods there. (laughs) So it's easy. I know I could find everything I want. You know, i mean, it's it's basically most, for the most part, not a hundred percent, but for the most part, the offerings are pretty much the same Mm -hmm. and they have a salad bar, right? So Mm -hmm. I can go there. I can get a bed of organic kale. I can get already like in the ready-made area. They have you know. So that's
1: where my problem come in, though. Sorry, sorry for the people listening, but I have to say this.
0: Yeah, your
1: your mother is very skeptical about salads because after even if my salad, wash four times, I still have to wash. It. <laughs> At Washington State.
0: There's a level of trust. There's some people who should just not ever eat out. And that would be you and my husband, because you guys just don't trust any of the food establishments. But <laughs> okay. um, there, I understand where that comes from. And from the stories I hear, I completely get it. But sometimes you're in a situation, for me, my stomach speaks very loudly to me and I obey. So mm. <laughs> I eat. Um you know, the alternative to this is what we've done too. Well, the last time we went to Florida is we went and we picked up produce and we picked up packaged stuff that was already made, like the pesto, the triple wash salad.
1: Um, you know, that's when you and know, we that's made when
0: I our started. own.
1: Yeah. yeah, we made salad. our own thing. Right. For breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's when I started. So that's, that's a year and two months now I've been eating salad for breakfast. Oh, I thought you was eating salad for breakfast before No, that's when I started. I was eating salad, but not for breakfast. But Ah. having it down there that time with you, that's when I started. And I brought a lot of fruit too.
0: I brought, you know, the oranges, you know, because I mean, if you ain't going to trust the food people preparing, please at least trust the fruits, you know. (laughs)
1: Yes. And this to say for people who want an easy breakfast, you don't really have to cook anything for breakfast. You can do a fruit bowl for breakfast and a cup of green tea. And it's a wonderful breakfast. Mm -hmm. And to make sure that your tummy is filled. When I was on the detox, I was told by the the instruction on it, drink two glasses of water in the morning as you get up. So the water, the fruits and all that help fill your stomach, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's clean. That's a clean breakfast. And this was done on Mother's Day. And this couldn't be a nicer way to do it. With my daughter on this blessed day. This is like a special gift. (laughs) So to the mothers who, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe so you're notified on all our future episodes when they're released.